Hello and welcome to another episode of A Need to Read. This one doesn't have a guest, it's just me, so lucky you. I'm going to be doing a book review of Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton. Before I get into that, I just want to let everyone know that it is currently November when you're listening to this and I am growing a pair of eyebrows on my upper lip. So if anyone wants to donate to my Movember and sponsor me looking like a twat for the whole entire month, uh, then the link is in my bio or my Instagram. And also in that link, you'll find signing up to weekly email lists. Uh, You will find my Goodreads account. You will find the new bookshop um, that I've got up and running with bookshop.org forward slash a need to read. They basically donate money to independent bookshops and then they give me 10% of any books that I sell through there. So it's a win-win really and everyone always moans at me about using Amazon because everyone hates Jeff Bezos apparently. So uh, there's a good fix for you. We're doing a good thing getting it to the independent bookshop people and I mean 10% is actually more than what Amazon gives. So everyone is a winner and every book that you buy through there helps the daily running of the podcast slash paying me to read books and talk to you so thank you very much for everyone that does that if you bother to before we get into the episode once more and i'm really sorry to do this but this podcast is sponsored by better help now better help they're brilliant they're not just better they're brilliant they are bringing therapy to millions of people that can't afford your standard routes or are having to wait around a long time and you can use them as well you can get better you don't have to be that ill mentally to have therapy but if you're feeling under the weather and you feel like you've exhausted all other options then maybe it's time to be honest with yourself and think yeah do you know what maybe i need to speak to someone that's outside my usual circle that is a professional that has heard it all and seen it all before and knows the right things to say to you so therapy you've heard me harp on about it loads on the podcast because i love it if you want to get online therapy, you get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp. That is on the website betterhelp.com forward slash a need to read. And that's it. That's the sponsors done for the day. We're going to get straight into the book review. All of the links that I've just spoken about there, they're going to be in the description of the episode. So let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton. I absolutely loved this book. It had me laughing and it had me crying and I'll get into that in a moment. But I just want to get into why I read this because this is is meant to be a girly book. This is meant to be a book for girls. Um, And I don't think that's right. I quite like reading from a female perspective because obviously I'm I'm a boy. I've I've never been a girl. I don't intend on ever being one. Um, of course, I may change my mind in the future. But at current, I don't want to be a girl. I quite like being a boy, and I think reading from a girl's perspective for a male to do is really really important because as males, like obviously not every single male has it easier, and there are individual circumstances. But as a general rule men get it a little bit easier than women we all know the white cis male privilege and stuff like that but even if you take all that aside i've never had to worry about being attacked when i'm walking at night time there's plenty of things that 
girls have to put up with that I never will, like periods, they're pretty shit, right? I'm never going to have one. So I think for men to understand a little bit and be able to empathise as much as we can without actually having to live that life, reading from a female perspective is really, really important. So give it a go, blokes that are listening. I know there's not many of you that listen to the podcast, but shout out to the ones that are and start reading from a girl's perspective. Now, in terms of how the book is written, let's just get into that because I've made some notes here today of things that I want to speak about. I really like the way that Dolly Alderton writes. She writes from such a pragmatic standpoint as if everything she says is is correct and I like that because she's just backing herself. She doesn't invite you to question what she's saying or question her thoughts. She's just straight up with it. What she says goes. And I think even though she knows that she's wrong in some parts, it's good to have that kind of conviction in your writing and and in your speaking. Because if you don't back yourself, who on earth is going to do that for you? Now, getting on to the content of the book. Like I said that I laughed and I cried. I think I'll just start with the bit um, where I cried because like... Everyone knows I'm emotional that listens to this podcast, but I don't often cry at books. This one got me. There's a really, really hard chapter to read about one of uh, her friend's sisters that dies at a young age. And I think it was like 19 that the girl died. Um, not to be a spoiler, but Farley, um, because I feel like she probably deserves to be named because I'm pretty sure she's real. Um died at 19 from leukemia which is fucking dreadful um and when i read that i had a little bit of a cry but that is the only part that will make you sad in the book everything else was a joy to read like there's so many stories from like her growing up that are just hilarious like she was she was obviously she's a really reckless person i'd definitely say that i've picked up on that from it and she is quite potentially boisterous from what I picked up. She's very set in her ways and she just loves her mates. That's one of the main things. Like There's different parts in the book, weirdly, to coincide with the title that say everything I knew about love and then it'll be at a particular age. So I'll read you the part which is quite early on in the book about everything I knew about love at 21. So it says, Men love a wild, filthy woman. Have sex on the first date, keep them up all night, smoke hash in their bed in the morning and never call them back. Tell tell them you hate them. Turn up their doorstep in Anne Summer's nurse outfit. Be anything but conventional. That's how you keep them interested. If you ignore the boyfriends of your best friends for long enough, they'll eventually go away. Treat them a bit like how you would a common cold or a mild case of thrush. A breakup will never be as hard as the first one. You'll flirt around aimlessly in the months afterwards, feeling lost and confused as a child, questioning all the things you knew to be true and contemplating all the things you have to relearn. Always stay at a man's house, then you can leave whenever you want in the morning. The perfect man is olive-skinned with brown hair and green eyes, a big strong nose, a thick beard, curly dark hair. He has tattoos that aren't embarrassing and five pairs of vintage Levi's. When you're not having sex, have a bush like a wild climbing shrub. There's no point wasting all that time, money and fumes on hair removal cream unless someone's going to see the results. When you are thin enough, you'll be happy with who you are and you'll be worthy of love. Don't go out with someone who won't let you get drunk and flirt with other people. If that's part of your identity, they should take you for who you are. Orgasms are easy to fake and make both parties feel better. Do a good deed today. You'll feel settled, 
centred and calm when you fall in love with the right man. The worst feeling in the world is being dumped. Men, on the whole, are not to be trusted. The best bit of a relationship is the first three months. A good friend always put you before a man. And when you can't fall asleep, dream of all the love affairs with olive-skinned, curly-haired men that lie ahead of you. Those were all Dolly Alderton's words, not mine. I can they are, they do not represent my views. But how funny is that? She is hilarious, and I think she just says what's on a lot of people's minds. Like if I I wrote an email of uh, everything I knew about love or everything I know at twenty five because I was twenty five the other day. Um, now I'm actually twenty six. I had my birthday, so shout out to me for that. But I thought I'd give you a couple things that I know just in, in general, or that I believe to be true. I think people should just sleep with people whenever they want. I don't think there should be a set date rule. I don't think people need to say, oh, I'll, I'll wait for this date. If it feels right, it feels right. If it doesn't, don't fucking do it, because it'll be shit. That's one thing I know. What is the second thing that I know? This is not rehearsed. A lot of girls think that men are trash, so I often say men are trash as a joke, when really, yeah, a lot of men are trash, but there are also a lot of women that are trash, and nobody's nobody's going to be perfect. But when it comes to women saying that men are trash all the time, I get offended because I don't think I'm trash, so please stop saying it and just start picking better men and setting higher standards for yourself. Because I see so many people forcing relationships, trying to fit a square peg in a round hole, and it just doesn't work. Once again, not rehearsed. This is just me having a rant on a Saturday afternoon. Um, what else do I know about love? Three things. Number three. Number three is you've got to stop giving a shit about when someone has slept with someone even if it's their mate, anyone that you're with, if they've slept with someone else, it doesn't matter because they're not sleeping with that person anymore. They're probably sleeping with you. And if they're not, then start sleeping with them and then they will be. That's one way to get around it. What else do I know about love? It can be pretty sick, but it can also be pretty painful. I think everyone knows that the pain of a breakup is the weirdest thing ever. There's no describing it. It's not like someone's died or anything because that person's still there to speak to you just can't speak to them so that's a pretty difficult part about a relationship obviously when it ends what's good about it you get to have a friend that you actually fancy and want to do fun things with as well as sleep with them that's a pretty cool thing being with like a best friend kind of figure that is fit and thinks you're fit it's great um, what else do I know about love? What's a common thing? People, I've had an argument with Sinead about this and it'll be up on her podcast soon so I don't know what that is called but when it comes out everyone check out Sinead's podcast but if someone is liking someone's photos on Instagram what I know is that it doesn't need to mean anything and you're creating problems for yourself by thinking that it means something because as the Stoics say no event is truly good or bad, it's your thought that makes it so. So if you want a little bit of stoicism in modern day relationship advice from someone that's pretty shit at it, there you go, you've just got that for free. Now back to the book, because I, I can't go on about what I know um, or think I know, because I probably may change my mind on those things in a couple of years' time, and that is the beauty of growth. But I'll get back to the book. The stories of 
Dolly and the treatment of her friend's boyfriend are really, really funny. But when your friends are anti your boyfriend or your girlfriend, especially if it's in a rocky place, one thing I've learned is that your friends, they just don't feel the emotion. So there's no bias towards the other person. They probably know what's right for you and what's not if they're truly your best friend not if they're just someone that claims to be your best friend but you don't feel like they are if it's someone that's been your best friend for a while and they're like yeah no nah, i don't like her or if your family um if they don't like the person like it's it's definitely they're probably right not definitely but they are probably right because they're not feeling the emotion you're biased towards that person because you want it to work so much and you're feeling the emotion of it but your friends aren't feeling the emotion, so they are unbiased. That is the point that I wanted to make there because she doesn't like a lot of her friends' boyfriends and they turn out to be bellends. So you'll, if you read the book, you'll read funny parts about that and you'll smirk and you'll be like, oh, Ed was right. She's pretty funny. Another part that I really liked about the book is that she is, she is very matter of fact and I think she's bang on with a lot of this stuff so one part that I'm going to read to you from one of the 28 lessons at 28 saying it's futile and knackering to try and make all your tiny choices representative of your moral compass and then beat yourself up if the plan inevitably fails feminists can get wax priests can swear vegetarians can wear leather shoes just do as much good as you can and the weighty representation of the world cannot rest on every decision you make is so true. So many people try way too hard to do the right thing and it ends up just eating them up. Just do as much as you can and you're going to be all right. So that goes for everyone, whether your problems are with people doing stuff for the environment, if it's feminist, if it's anti-racism, like whatever it is, just encourage people to do more, but let like just know when they're doing enough for them and you got to give people space and time and stop being harsh on everyone um unless of course you are a anti um female anti any person of color if you're any of the antis then definitely work hard on being a better person but anyone that's just sort of mid-ground just do as much as you can you know right what what more could you want from this book that'll be my question I can't think of much. There are so so many funny stories. The way that she writes is brilliant. She seems to have had a very, very eventful life. I really enjoyed seeing her fall in and out of love a few times through the book because it just reminds you that, you know, when you're with someone, you're like, oh my God, they love my life. And then you're not with them. You're like, oh my God, what the hell was I thinking? And I think that happens to everyone, um, which is nice to read. And I think especially a lot of young women need to read this book just to know that whatever path they're on is probably all right and to stop beating yourself up. Maybe I'm talking to myself there. Jesus Christ. Probably am. Um, but yes, I would recommend this book to everyone, male, female, old, young, especially young female, especially young male. You've got to read it. That was me just putting it down then. How annoying is that that I've done that on the recording? Silly. Well, that's my book review done. Everything I know about love. I absolutely loved it. And Dolly Alderton is a legend and I'll be trying to get her on the podcast at some point soon. But what can I finish the episode with? As I always do, a stoic thought of the week. And 
this week I've grabbed it from Seneca's Letters to a Stoic because I'm not doing it from the Daily Stoic every time now. So, nature bore us related to one another. She instilled us with a mutual love and made us compatible. Let us hold everything in common. We stem from a common source. Our fellowship is very similar to an arch of stones which would fall apart if they did not reciprocally support each other. That's a pretty nice way to have a look at love and have a look at humankind because we are all pretty much the same bar a few personality differences so we need each other everyone needs to be a good person everyone needs to try and be loving and kind that's my assessment of it ryan holiday definitely does a better job but i'm going to try and do a bit more me a little less ryan holiday from now on so i hope you've enjoyed that episode if you are on Apple Podcasts, please drop us a review. Five stars only. I won't accept anything less, please. And that's it. Follow us on Instagram at a need to read with the number two and not the word. Thank you very much for listening. Adios. Lots of love. Love you. Bye.